Okay, today's daf is daf ayin dalid. We're going to begin on daf ayin gimel amid base, the third to last line, neman. We're in the middle of saying when an aid is believed, uh, usually we need two aid, and when is one aid believed um, or not. So now the Gemara says, and we brought up many, many different barachaya, uh, so now the Gemara says, neman baal mekach leimar, if an owner of an uh, of a item being purchased is confronted now by two people, each one is saying that he's the one who purchased it. So the halacha is neman bal mikach leimar lozemacharti lozemacharti. Thank you very much. So um, he's the person is deemed credible to say the meicher is believed to say I sold this one. I, I did not sell this one. Now b'med when do we say that when the item being purchased is still in the seller's possession? So he could say. From A, I got the money, or I sold it to and B, I didn't get it. However, but if the item is uh, being purchased is not in the possession, then any neman he is not believed uh, any more than a, a, a than just one eight. Now, let us see from whom we took the money. It will be obvious that he that uh, he is the one who bought it. So, what, what do we have to ask him? Let's see who 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 did he take the money from. It's talking about a case that where the seller took the money from both of them, and he said, one payment I accepted willingly, and the one payment was given to me against my will. In other words, I got wires for both, and, I, and one was against my will. And it's not known which person gave him money in accordance with his will. They threw money at him, and, 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 but which one was against his will? So in that case, now, if the item is no longer in the seller's possession, so he's not deemed credible to testify to whom he sold it. Only if he still has it, then he can say, yes, I accepted the money from both, but to this I want them, to this I didn't want them. So who has the, who has the item? The seller. The seller has the item, yeah. You're selling, you're selling, uh, you're selling, uh, the seller's still holding it. Yeah, he's still he's holding it. Give it time. Correct. Okay, the next thing, now the, the, the Gemara now will continue. Um, so Rashi says, um, So basically, since he, I guess he doesn't have it anymore, the way Rashi learns, so he doesn't remember who. Rashi's. No, so you're asking, you're asking when he doesn't have it anymore. He's not believed. The seller still Right. He is, so the seller's believed. When the seller has it still, the seller's believed to say, I sold it to this one, and, and I, 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 and not the to you. The seller doesn't have it. He gave it over to, he gave it over to one of them. So then he's not believed to say, because he's not Medayek. So he learned Rashi. Okay, right there. Um, okay, so now Medayek, okay, so now, okay, so now Says like this: A dayan, a judge is believed to say, "Lazazachisi, lazachiyavti." He's believed to say, "I found this person uh, victorious in a in a dintera, and I found this one obligated to pay." In what cases does this refer to? When the baladin uh, and the litigants are still standing before the dayan, but if the litigants are not standing before him, but they left, any neman, he's not deemed credible to say Let us just see who holds uh, the, the the verdict, who holds the psak din. 
Why is there a need to rely on the on the psak din on the on the dying's judgment? Let's see who who got the psak din. So the Mara says, Laisricha de Kriad Shusayo. Talking about where the where the where the schusim of the favorable verdict verdict, I'm sorry, has been torn up and cannot be examined. So let him return and do the dintera again. And presumably we say Mistama the same verdict will be issued. So my answer is Bishud the Dinu. Should the Dinu means basically he's using it <laughs> in English it's called the Dain's discretion. In other words, there are certain cases that the verdict depends on, on the decision of the Dain based solely not so much on halacha, but on the sense of which litigant deserves to win. Yeah. What are they called with with his gut? There's no guarantee that they will make the same decision. In other words, it's not lavdafka halachadika thing or whatever. But his gut saying is that this one is that's should the dining. What do you call it? Corruption. I Nachman says the Gemara now continues to discuss the credibility of various people with regards to a bechet. Three are deemed credible with regards to stating that a child is a bechet. Eloheinu, who is that? Chai of Ve'imai. This is the midwife, the father, and his mother. Chai is believed, the midwife is deemed credible only immediately. Yeah, yeah, so yesterday. The altar. Correct. Imai, his mother is called Shivas, believed all seven days that this is the firstborn. And Aviv, La'ilam, the father is deemed credible forever. Kedetanya, as the Brisa says, Yakir. The Torah says, but he acknowledged the firstborn. From here learns out, the father shall acknowledge him to others. In other words, he is deemed credible to tell others that he is a bechid. From here, Yehuda says, A person believed to say, This is my firstborn son. And just as he is deemed credible to say, This is my firstborn son, so too, if he's a queen, he's deemed credible to say about his son, this is the this is Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza. The Chacham Emrim, the Chacham say no. Any Neman, he's not deemed credible to state only which son is his bechid. Now the mission says Abashol Hayekel Shtuki Biduki. Abashol would call Shtuki the label of Biduki. What is the meaning of Biduki? If you say that they checked his mother, and she says the caution about the. I had relations with a kosher man of good yuchsin. So, um, in which case, in which case she is believed, so keman, then with whose opinion does this Allah accord? We already learned this on another occasion, the time we already learned in the Mishnah, if a Pnuya, an unmarried woman, was pregnant. And they said to her, the so Baris, this Pnuya was pregnant. And they said to her, what is the status of this fetus? So she said to them, This is from so and so, and he's a Kain. So they both say, We do not trust her. We don't live from her mouth. We don't rely on her words. Um, and she's not trusted. Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel, that we trust her. So why then did Abishol add beyond what was taught in the Mishnah? So what does it mean? So what does Biduki mean? If you're going to say that we ask the mother and the mother says, the kosher nivalti, so this is what uh, Rabbi Gamliel says. What is Abishol answering? Adding, I'm sorry. So the Gemara says that Abishol's statement that the woman is believed credible when she says that the father of the child 
was was a kosher is nevertheless necessary. Why? Because one Allah was stated in order to render her fit to marry a Cain. And one Allah was stated to render her daughter fit to marry a Cain. This works well according to the one who says, according to the statement of the one who deemed her fit to marry a Cain, he nevertheless deemed her daughter unfit, as her uh, credibility does not extend to her daughter, who never had a chazaka status of good yuchsin. So Abishol therefore presents a chiddush that if she claims to have engaged with, uh, with a kosher, She's incredible, even with regard to the status of the daughter. So the Gemara says, "Go, goes according to him." That's Abishol's chiddush. According to the opinion who holds that it goes over to both chachilah. So what's Abishol adding? So the Gemara says, "Abishol is preferable. He's, it is more far-reaching than that of Rabbi Gamliel." Why If the Allah were learned from there in the case of a unmarried woman, so. Havamina, I would say, in the case, there, in a case where most are fit with regards to her, so it's, as it's permitted for most people to engage in relations with a single woman. But in the case where most are unfit to her, for example, if she was Mekudeshus and claimed that the man was Mekadesh to her was the father, so you would say that, you would say that she's not deemed credible when she claims to have relations with with a man that would result in the child being uh, a good yuchsin. That's only a small minority of people. So, uh, so therefore, Rabbi says, Allah is kabashol. Zogdeh Mishnah kol asur in love bekal, all those who are to enter in the congregation, in other words, to marry a yid of good yuchsin, with turn love bezebazer, permitted to marry each other. Rabbi Yehuda Aser, Rabbi Yehuda Aser, prohibits them from marrying anyone other than those who share their specific flaw. Rabbi Lazar, Amir, Rabbi Lazar says, Vadoin bevadoi, <laughs> it's permitted for those who, who with d- definite flaws to marry with those who definite flaws. For example, it's permitted for Mamzainim and Gibanim to marry each other. Now, as he says, Vadoin Bavadoin Mutter, Vadoin Besvakin. However, with regards to um now it's also now Vadoin Besvakin is fakin Bavadon Svakin Besvakin Usr. So he says that it's for people who are usher, for those with uh, definite flaws, such as Mamzerim, to marry those whose, whose flaws result as a suffix, such as a child of a shtuki or a sufi, and it is uh, usher for those whose uh, flaws result as of a suffix, to marry those with definitive uh, um, flaws, and also, it's also for those whose flaws result with suffix to marry with those whose flaws result with a suffix, like a shtuki with, let's say, a female shtuki. Beilin asveikis, these are considered the sveikis, shtuki, asufi, vikuti. Okay. So let's see, the Gemara is going to explain. Okay, so the Gemara asks, My kola asur and love bekal, what does the Mishnah mean by saying all those who is also to enter into Klal Yisrael? If you're going to say it's these people, we already taught this in the Resha. Says they allowed to marry each other. And furthermore, Rabbi Yehuda says that it's Aser. Um, so the Gemara says, So what's it going on? If it's going on, If you're saying that it's to those with definite flaws, marrying with those whose flaws result from uncertainty, and is teaching that Rabbi Yehuda asks them for marrying each other. This is also a shayla. Why? 
the fact that the Siva says Rabbi Lazar Oimer that Vadam Vadan Mutter Vadam Mesvegan 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 Oser so Mechlau must be the Rebbe Huda Leisrael the Rebbe Huda doesn't hold this way. And if you're going to say that Rabbi Huda Asers those with flawed Yuchsin from marrying each other and he's referring to Isser against Isser Geber Mamzeres and he's asering a covenant marrying Mamzeres Midi Geber Mamzeres Ktani does the Mishnah say anything about a Geber Mamzeres? It says all those from whom it is also to enter into the congregation, which does not include a ger. So Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, This is what, this is what the Mishnah means to say. All those whom it's also to enter into the kahal kuhuna, my ninhu, and Rabbi Yehuda adds, and who are these? This is people who are a convert, uh, a, a day, um, three years old and less. They are permitted to marry into those families. They are also from entering into the kehilo, but are permitted to marry in each other. So they were asked, Let us just establish the mission as referring to a girl who became a geirus at three years old in one day. And it will accord even to Rishim and Yechai, as he agrees that the ger may not marry a kain. So I'm saying, Cain, the Gemara says, if so, then mitzi the tabra, the Mishnah is broken, it contradicts from within itself. Why? Because the Mishnah says that even a female who converted when she was older than three years old in a day may marry one with nakud yuchsin. So one would make an incorrect and say like this, what's the reason why she, one, one may marry somebody with, not, with flawed yuchsin is because she is three years old in a day. But it should be less. And she's permitted to enter in the Kahala Kuhuna. So I would think she's also from marrying into those families that are also, that are also from entering into the Kila but are permitted to marry one another. And that can't be because we know because this can't be. Why? Because according to the opinion of there's also a case of a of a girl who was Megaya when she was less than three years old in a day, who's permitted to enter into the Kuhuna and is permitted to marry into those families that are asked, asked her from entering into the Kihila, but are permitted to marry one another. So the Mishnah cannot be explained to, with, uh, according to the opinion of Rishim and Yechai. So when I ask... Yeah, because her so they says chayzim. That's one of the one of the reasons. Okay, so the Gemara now says this an established principle that all those from whom it's usher to enter into the congregation of the kohuna are permitted to marry into those families that are usher from entering into the congregation but are permitted to marry one another. We know are usher and they're also usher to each other. And even more so, you can learn that but one who is usher to enter into the kila of Kohuna is usher for marrying a woman. But we know a ger who is permitted to marry a daughter of a queen is also permitted to marry a mamzeres. Any person whom about the halacha that a koyin may not marry his daughter, 
Umay Neon, who's that? Gersh Nasagir. This is a Gersh Nasagir. And like Rabbi Lezab and Yankiv, Mutar Lovi Zebazeh. So um, they are permitted to marry one another since Gerim are not into the category of of, of Kahal. Is this a established principle that anyone whose daughter a Koyin may not marry is permitted to marry into those families that are also from entering into the congregation but are permitted to marry one another? But in the case of a Cholol um, who married Bas Yisrael, the Koyin also Lisa Bitei, and, and nevertheless, was Sir Nami Lova Zebazet, not allowed to marry each other. This is like Yehuda who holds that the daughter of a cholo and a Jewish woman may marry a kain. We know a cholo who married a cholala, as a kain may not marry his daughter since she is a cholala. And despite this, she is included amongst those who are also to marry into those families that are also from entering into the kihila, but are permitted to, to marry one another. So, and furthermore, we can learn, with regards to whom it's permitted for a kohen to marry his daughter, is, is he also for marrying. Here the differences between the concerns mamza are resulting from bia between a man and a sister, and imams are resulting from bia between a married woman and a man other than her husband. Tanakama Savar so the Tanakama holds. I feel the Mamzer Machis and Amiab Mamzer, even a Mamzer resulting from Bia between a man and a sister is also considered Mamzer. If you hold the Savar and Bila holds, no. They should each have a Mamzer. That the child resulting from this Bia with a married woman is a Mamzer. But um, the children resulting from Bia between a man and a sister is not a Mamzer. So according to this explanation, the Machlekes is that according to the Tanakama, children resulting from Bia between siblings may marry. Um, children resulting from Bia with the Eishasish. Well, according to Yehuda, the children resulting from Bia between siblings is a, uh, which is basically an unflawed uh, Yuchsin, and therefore may not marry a Mamzer. So the Messiah says, My Kamashmulan, what is this teaching us? It says, Who's a Mamzer? Any child who's born of a union, which the Torah says, he shall not enter. In other words, if this union was violated of any kind of Isser, even that of Isser that is not subject to the Isser of Karas, Rabbi Kiva holds the Das Yachid, that is the Mamzer. Mishnah continues, Shimon Atimani Aimner, Shimon Ben Atimni says, Any child who is born of a, 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 a union that that's Usser, any child who is born um, from which one is chayev, this is based in now. So what do we see? That the question of whether mamzer status results from bia between siblings for which one is chayev to receive colors rather than then this uh, is based in has already been addressed in the Mishnah. Therefore, Nachman's explanation of the Mishnah must be rejected. Elam Rabba says, the difference between them is a ger and armeni. And who's that? So the Mar says, If so, what is the reason why Rabbi Huda holds, uh, asks this marriage? So the Mar says that Rabbi Huda also should, Rabbi Huda should also permit armeni ger to marry Mamzer. It says, armeni is not fit to enter Rekal.
So my answer is Hachikamar. This is what the Tana is saying. Although Rabbi Huda generally asks a ger for marrying a mamzeres, this is this applies only to a regular ger who is fit to enter into the kala. But a a a male amini and a male amayovi converts who are not fit to enter into the kala loy are not also for marrying a mamzeres, and therefore there is no machlekes between Rabbi Huda and the Tanakama. Okay. We'll stop here.